That this evening may be holy, good, and peaceful. Let us pray with one heart and mind. As our evening prayer rises before you, O God, so may your mercy come down upon us to cleanse our hearts and set us free to sing your praise, now and forever. Amen. Amen. Psalm 35 Give me justice, O Lord my God, according to your righteousness. Contend, O Lord, with those that contend with me. Fight against those that fight against me. Take up shield and buckler, and rise up to help me. Draw the spear and bar the way, against those who pursue me. Say to my soul, I am your salvation. Let those who seek after my life be shamed and disgraced. Let those who plot my ruin fall back and be put to confusion. Let them be as chaff before the wind with the angel of the Lord thrusting them down. Let their way be dark and slippery, with the angel of the Lord pursuing them. For they have secretly spread a net for me without a cause. Without any cause they have dug a pit for my soul. Let ruin come upon them unawares, let them be caught in the net they laid. Let them fall in it to their destruction. Then will my soul be joyful in the Lord and glory in his salvation. My very bones will say, Lord, who is like you? 
You deliver the poor from those that are too strong for them, the poor and needy from those who would despoil them. False witnesses rose up against me. They charged me with things I knew not. They rewarded me evil for good, to the desolation of my soul. But as for me, when they were sick, I put on sackcloth and humbled myself with fasting. When my prayer returned empty to my bosom, it was as though I grieved for my friend or brother. I behaved as one who mourns for his mother, bowed down and brought very low. But when I stumbled, they gathered in delight, they gathered together against me. As if they were strangers I did not know, they tore at me without ceasing. When I fell, they mocked me. They gnashed at me with their teeth. O Lord, how long will you look on? Rescue my soul from their ravages and my poor life from the young lions. I will give you thanks in the great congregation. I will praise you in the mighty throng. Do, Do not, not let my treacherous foes rejoice over me, or those who hate me without a cause mock me with their glances, for they do not speak of peace, but invent deceitful schemes against those that are quiet in the land. They opened wide their mouths and derided me, saying, we have seen it with our very eyes. This you have seen, O Lord. Do not keep silent. Go not far from me, O Lord. Awake, arise to my cause. To my defence, my God and my Lord. Give me justice, O Lord my God, according to your righteousness. Let them not triumph over me. Let them not say to themselves, Our hearts desire. Let them not say, We have swallowed him up. Let all who rejoice at my trouble be put to shame and confusion. Let those who boast against me be clothed with shame and dishonour. Let those who favour my cause rejoice and be glad. Let them say always, Great is the Lord, who delights in his servants' well-being. So shall my tongue be talking of your righteousness and of your praise all the day long. Give me justice, O Lord my God according to your righteousness. Let us pray. Free us, righteous God, from all oppression and bring justice to the nations, that all the world may know you as King of kings and Lord of lords, now and forever. Amen. Amen.
The first reading is from the book of Genesis, beginning at chapter 27, verse 41. Now Esau hated Jacob because of the blessing with which his father had blessed him. And Esau said to himself, The days of mourning for my father are approaching. Then I will kill my brother Jacob. But the words of her elder son Esau were told to Rebekah. So she sent and called her younger son Jacob and said to him, Your brother Esau is consoling himself by planning to kill you. Now therefore, my son, obey my voice. Flee at once to my brother Laban in Haran, and stay with him for a while, until your brother's fury turns away, until your brother's anger against you turns away, and he forgets what you have done to him. Then I will send and bring you back from there. Why should I lose both of you in one day? Then Rebekah said to Isaac, I am weary of my life because of the Hittite women. If Jacob marries one of the Hittite women such as these, one of the women of the land, what good will my life be to me? Then Isaac called Jacob and blessed him and charged him, You shall not marry one of the Canaanite women. Go at once to Padan Aram, to the house of Bethuel, your mother's father, and take as wife from there one of the daughters of Laban, your mother's brother. May God Almighty bless you and make you fruitful and numerous, that you may become a company of peoples. May he give to you the blessing of Abraham, to you and to your offspring with you, so that you may take possession of the land where you now live as an alien, land that God gave to Abraham. Thus Isaac sent Jacob away, and he went to Paddan Aram, to Laban, son of Bethuel the Aramean, the brother of Rebekah, Jacob's and Esau's mother. Now Esau saw that Isaac had blessed Jacob and sent him away to Padan Aram to take a wife from there, and that as he blessed him he charged him, You shall not marry one of the Canaanite women, and that Jacob had obeyed his father and his mother and gone to Padan Aram. So when Esau saw that the Canaanite women did not please his father Isaac, Esau went to Ishmael and took Mahalath, daughter of Abraham's son Ishmael, and sister of Nebaioth, to be his wife, in addition to the wives he had. Jacob left Beersheba and went towards Haran. He came to a certain place and stayed there for the night because the sun had set. Taking one of the stones of the place, he put it under his head and lay down in that place. And he dreamed that there was a ladder set up on the earth, the top of it reaching to heaven, and the angels of God were ascending and descending on it. And the Lord stood beside him and said, I am the Lord, the God of Abraham your father, and the God of Isaac. The land on which you lie I will give to you and to your offspring, and your offspring shall be like the dust of the earth, and you shall spread abroad to the west and to the east, and to the north and to the south, and all the families of the earth shall be blessed in you and in your offspring. Know that I am with you, and will keep you wherever you go and will bring you back to this land, for I will not leave you until I have done what I have promised you. Then Jacob woke from his sleep and said, Surely the Lord is in this place, and I did not know it. And he was afraid and said, How awesome is this place! This is none other than the house of God, and this is the gate of heaven. So Jacob rose early in the morning, and he took the stone that he had put under his head and set it up for a pillar and poured oil on the top of it. He called that place Bethel. 
but the name of the city was Luz at the first. Then Jacob made a vow, saying, If God will be with me and will keep me in this way that I go, and will give me bread to eat and clothing to wear, so that I come again to my father's house in peace, then the Lord shall be my God, and this stone which I have set up for a pillar shall be God's house, and of all that you give me I will surely give one-tenth to you. Our hope is not in vain, because God's love has been poured into our hearts. God reckons as righteous those who believe, who believe in him who raised Jesus from the dead. For Christ was handed over to death for our sins, and raised to life for our justification. Since we are justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. Through Christ we have gained access to the grace in which we stand and rejoice in our hope of the glory of God. We even exult in our sufferings, for suffering produces endurance, and endurance brings hope, and our hope is not in vain, because God's love has been poured into our hearts through the Holy Spirit given to us. God proves his love for us. While we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Since we have been justified by his death, how much more shall we be saved from God's wrath? Therefore we exult in God through our Lord Jesus Christ, in whom we have now received our reconciliation. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and shall be for ever. Amen. Our hope is not in vain, because God's love has been poured into our hearts. The second reading is from the second letter of Paul to Timothy, beginning at chapter 2, verse 14. Remind them of this, and warn them before God that they are to avoid wrangling over words, which does no good but only ruins those who are listening. Do your best to present yourself to God as one approved by him, a worker who has no need to be ashamed, rightly explaining the word of truth. Avoid profane chatter, for it will lead people into more and more impiety, and their talk will spread like gangrene. Among them are Hymenaeus and Philetus, who have swerved from the truth by claiming that the resurrection has already taken place. They are upsetting the faith of some. But God's firm foundation stands, bearing this inscription, The Lord knows those who are his, and let everyone who calls on the name of the Lord turn away from wickedness. In a large house there are utensils not only of gold and silver, but also of wood and clay, some for special use, some for ordinary. All who cleanse themselves of the things I have mentioned will become special utensils, dedicated and useful to the owner of the house, ready for every good work. Shun youthful passions and pursue righteousness, faith, love and peace, along with those who call on the Lord from a pure heart. 
have nothing to do with stupid and senseless controversies. You know that they breed quarrels. And the Lord's servant must not be quarrelsome, but kindly to everyone, an apt teacher, patient, correcting opponents with gentleness. God may perhaps grant that they will repent and come to know the truth, and that they may escape from the snare of the devil, having been held captive by him to do his will. Forsake me not, O Lord. Be not far from me, O my God. Forsake me not, O Lord. Be not far from me, O my God. Make haste to help me, O Lord of my salvation. Be not far from me, O my God. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. Forsake me not, O Lord. Be not far from me, O my God. Thank mm-hmm. you.
We pray to the Lord. In faith we pray. We, we pray, pray to you, our God. God, that the rest of this day may be holy, peaceful and full of your presence. In faith we pray. We, we pray, pray to you, our God. God, that the work we have done and the people we have met today may bring us closer to you. In faith we pray. We pray to you, our God, that we may hear and respond to your call to peace and justice. In faith we pray. We pray to you, our God, that you will sustain the faith and hope of those who are lonely, oppressed and anxious. In faith we pray. We pray to you, our God that you will strengthen us in your service and fill our hearts with longing for your kingdom. In faith we pray. We pray to you, our God. Let us commend ourselves and all for whom we pray to the mercy and protection of God. Almighty God, who alone can bring order to the unruly wills and passions of sinful humanity. Give your people grace, so to love what you command and to desire what you promise, that among the many changes of this world, our hearts may surely there be fixed where true joys are to be found. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who is alive and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, now and for ever. Amen. Amen. As our Saviour taught us, so we pray. Our, our Father, Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done, on earth as in heaven. Give us today our daily bread, Forgive us our sins, as we forgive those who sin against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For the kingdom, the power and the glory are yours, now and forever. Amen. Yeah. 